0: Welcome to Caffeinated Living, a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle.
1: And I'm Rob. And we are glad you're back with us. Episode so,
0: six. Episode
1: six. Woohoo! So today we have a special guest with us. And if it sounds a little different than usual, uh, this is being recorded on Zoom. And so we have a dear friend of mine, good friend. Uh, former roommate in college, uh, Pastor Mike Massey. And so, Mike, we welcome you to Caffeinated Living, welcome. and thanks for
2: joining us. Hey, uh, great to be here. Wish I had my caffeine beverage of choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Speaking Same of here. which, what is your caffeine beverage of choice? Oh, it's got
2: to be coffee. It just depends on whether it's going to be an iced coffee or, uh, or uh, uh, you know espresso drink. Oh, so yeah. what about a what, what about a frappuccino? Oh man, come on! Don't get me started on frappuccinos. Friends, don't let friends buy frappuccinos. You
0: know. There save. we go. I'm glad you're saying that. I've been saying that it's just a glorified yeah. milkshake. Yeah, that's you save
2: a save a barista. Order a latte. That's <laughs> that's the hashtag we go by. I like that. Yes, and, and like.
1: Mike can say that because he, he he does have former experiences of being a barista working with uh, a certain coffee company that we can't name online. <laughs> but, like, may, 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 maybe you can say it because you worked there.
2: Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I spent uh, a good portion of my time over in California working at, at Starbucks as a barista outside the support ministry and uh, missed it so much. I uh, worked a little bit this past fall, uh, though I didn't need to here in Pennsylvania, and, and of course, I actually was just visiting the store today um, to get some stuff, and uh, they want me to come back. So, who knows? Maybe I'll go back for the fall nice. for free PSLs that I get for working there. So, <laughs> hey,
0: there you go. There you <laughs> go.
2: So, all right, Mike, I have, to, I have to ask you. So, being
1: a barista, did you ever get because I've been impressed. Uh, like, Mike came and he, he was our speaker a couple weeks ago at youth camp, his wife led worship but she brought out this like big surprise that all of a sudden here comes the Cahoon and Mike is playing this Cahoon. I'm like, who, who in the world is this? What,
0: what, what has she done? Hold on. Like, hold on. Is it a Cahoon? Kahoon. Okay. Cahoon. Yes. I got a Cahoon. A mix between the kazoo. And <laughs> <laughs> like what's a Cahoon? I gotcha yes a cajon cajon. but no
1: so like Mike breaks out he's playing a cajon I'm like who is this guy like the man that never has any rhythm to do anything and all of a sudden now he's playing a cajon so uh, I'm curious do you have any hidden secrets of any hidden tricks of your barista skills that you could put like fancy faces on people's on
2: the froth um Um, yeah somewhat I mean I can I could do a good uh At times, uh, um, oh, what is it? Like, uh, it's not really a leaf. I could do a good Pac Man at times. That was about the skills of my
0: nice. Uh,
2: but yeah, no, I I mean, like, you try, you fool with it, but it never came out as nice as others. So I didn't spend the time as others did. So
1: I I just, I just always find that really fascinating how you're able to draw like in the froth like that. Like, some of them are really good artists with that. Oh, yeah. well, yep. Mike, thanks for being here with us today. So we just wanted to give you just an opportunity because you, you heard Kyle in the intro that this is a podcast all about Jesus and the things that keep us going. Um, just share a little bit about your experiences of being in ministry, uh, place, places you've been, uh, just anything you'd like to share with us today.
2: Sure, yeah. I mean, I'll try to sum it up with, how does it have been, like, I don't know, tw- 20, <laughs> 20-something years. So I got saved at 17, um, and then shortly thereafter, like maybe six months, I just started feeling led to do ministry, and um, I hadn't really told anyone, until my pastor, so we just started praying the Lord would would just make a definite, like a definite call, and my dad out of the blue one day just said, hey, have you ever thought about going into ministry? And that was, you know, my dad's not still not saved. That'd be the last thing I'd ever think anyone would ever ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, the Lord just started really opening and closing certain doors. You know, all the big state colleges I was we had got into couldn't afford. Liberty opened up at almost the last minute, like five weeks before school started. We got a whole bunch of financial oh. aid, which allowed to go. And and so that kind of started that on on the path. Uh, so you know, being at Liberty, getting my education there. Uh, when I graduated, I went down to Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, for a little bit to do youth ministry. Uh, unfortunately, the church went through a split that I, was, that I was at. And it was an interesting time because, um, you know, my fiance had, had, had just, beginning of the summer, broken off the engagement. Um, so you're going through that. Uh, mm. And then the church splits like uh, two months later. But, you know, the whole time I was down in there trying to find a full time job and couldn't. I was so frustrated wondering why, but, you know, afterwards you realize the Lord was keeping that because had I found a full time job, I'd got a lease in an apartment and been stuck with a lease without, without any kind of ministry. So, uh, so that brought me back up to Lynchburg. I got plugged back into the church. I was going to in in college, Uh, did children's ministry there for four years before uh, starting the the college ministry. Uh, That's still going uh, there at the the church, Uh, but did college ministry for, Man, ten, ten something years during that time is when I started going over to Russia and just fell in love uh, with the country and, and the culture and, and learned to speak the language. And um, and so I've been over – man, I've been over to Russia, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 times I plus count at this, <laughs> That's cool. this point. Yeah, and so it's it's like going to a second family really is what it is now because uh, all the different relationships. Uh, but the Lord, you know, has allowed me uh, – Not only Russia, I've been to Nepal, uh, Ireland, uh, um, Finland, um, Mexico, uh, and 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 Austria, I believe. Uh, So, so yes, Mike. If if we had time.
1: I, I, I wish you could share your experiences of Finland with, 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 <laughs> with our, our, our caffeinated living nation, but unfortunately, uh, may, maybe that's something yeah. we could do later <laughs> We'll save that
2: for a later time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then, so, so from Lynchburg, uh, I ended up moving out to California to pastor church out in California, um, which was really some hard ground, and we took over, uh, you know, uh, a church that just wasn't doing well. We didn't realize... Uh, how not well it was doing. Um, but we, you know, did everything we could, but it still ended up, uh, we had to fold it. Um, and that was what led the Lord, or let us uh, kind of start searching again what we what wanted to do and whether I do senior pastor ministry or, or go back to college or youth. And um, and just the Lord kind of opened the doors. And, and so now we've been in Pennsylvania for almost uh, four years now. And and just, it's been, just been amazing. But if had the Lord not taken us to, to California and gone through the rough times and we would not be uh, enjoying the rural type church atmosphere Mm. that we are uh, now and and we would have made the relationships we did. So, I mean, it was all, it was all the Lord. We we see that we're thankful for it um, because I could not have gone from Lynchburg to where we are in Pennsylvania and, and, and and enjoyed it as much as I do. So. Hmm.
0: It's awesome. So Mike, with your current position, kind of explain what, what, what it looks like in the church that you're at now, what are some of your responsibilities in the ministry? Um, sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm the, the senior pastor here. Uh, it's a smaller church, so probably maybe 70 people. Um, and, uh, so you do, you know, full time, uh, which is great. First time yeah. being in the ministry full time, uh, without having to get a job outside the church. Um, so a lot of what I do, uh, I mean, a lot of study. Uh, just because we have, I'll, do, I'll teach. Uh, obviously, Sunday morning, uh, Sunday night uh, it's the Old Testament. I'll go through. Uh, Wednesdays we have uh, a, a short study and, and our prayer. So a lot of it's uh, doing just you know study, uh, visiting people. Um, you know, there's a time there's a lot of time at the beginning was in the hospital a lot because we just have a you know the older generation. Um, right. I do a lot too with, with, uh, just, you know, missions and, and, uh, and, and trying to get us, uh, you know, focused with missions. So like this past February, we just returned from Haiti doing a leadership, uh, a thing for pastors there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as a, as a, as a, you know, the only guy full time, you typically do everything. So you're, yeah. you're tech, you know, with going live stream, that just became my studio became my phone. And, and so you adapt to COVID, uh, Things as best you can with a with a small church and small church budget, and, and uh, you just you know, do what you can <laughs> to to minister to
1: everyone that you can. Dude, as far as the uh, tech part goes during COVID, I think that's a lot of pastors and a lot of lay people during this season. Oh yeah, yeah. my My whole that hope, was...
2: my hope the whole time was like, okay, as long as it doesn't look like an Al Qaeda beheading <laughs> someone video. I'll be okay. That was my only goal. Let's film it so it doesn't look like that and we'll be okay.
0: Hey, I've seen a lot of churches that it does look like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> yeah. you're doing good, man. You are doing yeah. really
1: good. <laughs> wow. I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. That's like okay. Freedom. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you say have been some of your biggest blessings and hmm. ministry but then also what's been some
2: of your biggest discouragements sure because yeah I, I, I. yeah well i mean i'll start with the biggest discouragement i mean for sure when you when you close a church y- you know there's hmm. a, there's a lot of uh of questioning you know like is it me am i that called to this is this just you know um you go through all those things and, you know, it was a blessing to have different guys in both the community uh, that knew me um, as well as just the the community of the the churches um, in the state that I knew uh, that were there to encourage me the whole time. Uh, But you, I mean, you really go through, go through a lot with that. Like, okay, is, you know, who am I? Um, You know, I'd always held to the fact uh, that, you know, what I do is not who I am. Like I, I'm, mm, I'm a pastor, good. but that's not who I am. That's right. But that really tests you. Like, you know, because have I, re- have I put my identity in what I do? And I, I really learned, you know, no, so that was, that was good, but <laughs> you know, it's still, still a depressing struggle. Um, but you're blessed by that because when you come out of the other side, you realize a church folding isn't the end of the world. Not that, you know, you want to go and, and have churches fold all the time. That's not something you're to, but, but you realize, right. like that's not the worst thing that can happen. So why not take risks in, in ministry and, and, um, and, and, and see what the Lord does or, or doesn't do. So you bless from that. But I think blessing wise, um, you know, I think relationships, that's been a huge blessing within in ministry, the relationships you, you make, you make and, and meet. I mean, I mean, I just think of this, you know, the past youth camp, Rob and, and, the, you know, not only meeting, well, you know, we've known each other for years, so that was a blessing. But but meeting, like, Dustin and um, and all the leadership uh, there, uh, Clay, and and then also the youth, you know, still uh, my kids get to keep in touch with some of those kids from the youth. That's yeah, uh, Memories! A ble- <laughs> yeah, memories. <laughs> uh, so that's a huge blessing, you know, and just seeing the Lord work. I mean, I've been amazed, like, I just the way we're how the Lord has provided. Like, we've never been rich, uh, but the Lord has always provided for us to do, uh, to go on these, these mission trips, you know. Um, I've shared, I shared at camp, just one instance, you know, when everything happened at Liberty and I was unemployed, we were living off savings. And, um, you know, I was wondering, do I go to Russia this year or not? And my wife said, you have to go because that's, you know, the Lord is leading you to that. And I said, but yeah, we're living off savings. And, Said no, you know you need to you need to step out in faith and do it. So like, all right, mm-hmm. and so Saturday I put your, purchase, It was a Saturday night. I purchased a ticket uh, for Russia, the plane ticket, and then next morning in church, the assistant pastor comes to me, uh, this one was still in Lynchburg, and said, "Hey, someone uh, was led to to give you money, um, and so here you go." And it was like a thousand dollars, a check for a thousand dollars. I don't know who, wow. but the Lord just it wasn't audible, obviously, but it was like, like this. right heart look, i I'm, I'm going to take care of you. Why are you? worried about this if you're walking in faith. And, and so uh, just some of the ways the Lord has has uh, allowed me to go on some of these trips that, you know, I would have never imagine that after I got saved or even called to ministry that I'd be getting to go all over the world and, uh, and do the things I've been able to do. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. Uh, Kyle, you got any other things?
0: Well, I mean, I kind of have something. Um, you were talking about missions and I guess, which country is your favorite? Like, which country could you see yourself starting a church in? Oh man, Ooh.
2: yeah, you know, I mean, we looked at Russia honestly uh, when we yeah. were starting to feel led, like it was time to leave Lynchburg, uh, but the visa laws there are just—it's just—it's crazy. Um, so, outside of that though, I love—I love the time in Ireland. I mean, that was—it's just a—it's a a it's beautiful cool. area. Um, we also looked into Italy at one point, though we've never been there, but just the people-wise, that seems to be. Um, our, our type of people, as far as personality wise, uh, because we were looking at one time between Italy and, and uh, England for full time missions ministry, yeah. and but it's just so expensive. <laughs> so we were we didn't have that kind of call. Like, all right, like you know, uh, for short term, but to, to to I'm not the type of person that's going to want to go and raise thirty five thousand dollars of support a year to to be able to do that. I just I don't I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable asking for money regardless. So I couldn't imagine right. being like, hey mean thirty five
1: thousand so <laughs> you know it's all right to ask for money every now and then yeah I guess. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so all right I, I am curious not not trying to put you on the spot um I know while we we're at camp you you spoke a little bit of Russian on, mm-hmm. on the day you 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 talked about Russia mm-hmm. um and like they were all like what's he talking about what's he but and I meant to ask you then, and it just slipped my mind, but could you can you quote like how fluent are you in quoting scripture in russian
2: Oh, I'm not that fluent honestly oh. um, with scripture no i haven 't really ever studied or learned scripture uh, to memorize it in russian uh, you yeah. know, i just I, I, I was just, I I just going
1: to see if you could quote John three sixteen since that 's the most familiar message uh, but I, i'm not gonna
2: put you on the spot for that so that's that's okay uh, no yeah i could i could read it in russian if i've got it on my bible app real quick if you wanted to hear it in russian i think i have russian on my phone <laughs> killing who, dead time who, has, who, yeah. who, who who
1: has russian on their phone yeah. that's like <laughs> well know.
0: when you go overseas you know it's good to you need it right Right yes because I've got a lot one of times too translation on mine yeah
2: yeah, because there'd be times like you're you're using an interpreter, and because of the translations uh, they look at you and be like that's that's not what the Russian Bible you know um, says and you're like oh really and, and so sometimes it's good to to, uh, uh, to to see that um and why are we not oh oh well I can't get it. Uh, it's it's on okay. My, that's okay so my it's on my ipad which is what i'm using to talk to you guys So uh, no that's fine so yeah
1: i mean like the you've probably been to russia more times than the fact that some people's probably been to that many states in
2: the mm. in the country in, in our country you know yeah. like that's cr- that's crazy <laughs> to think about Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a bug. I mean, that's what what people describe it as when you, when you go, I mean, mean, not everyone, but, but typically you go, you just sort of like, you, you, you catch that bug and you, and you just want to continue to, to, you know, to, to do that. So um, Nepal's though, as a country, I wouldn't want to go to, like if you said, which country would you not want to go back to again? Uh, Nepal, not, not so much uh the people, but just one the spiritual warfare and to the travel. That's like the longest travel I've ever had in my entire life. And and then getting sick on the way back, uh I, I it was not was not fun. So twelve hour twelve hours on a plane on the second plane with a, a bacterial infection. Yeah. Makes, Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: that's never fun, regardless <laughs> yeah, of you on the plane. That's, yeah. that's never that's
0: fun. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I I've got a question. Um as a pastor, you've you've worn a lot of hats over the mm. years and you're wearing a lot of hats right now. But coming from two youth pastors, why do you think youth ministry in a day and time where youth ministry may be pushed aside or not seen as important, why do you think youth ministry matters? Well, I think
2: you know, it's pushed aside because people don't 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 get it. I've always had a problem when when people see youth pastors as less then, you know, other pastors, it's it's not a lesson. It, we all have our equal role in the part of ministry. And so, you know, youth ministries is, is very much needed because you're talking a- about um, a- an opportunity where if you look at statistics, 90, what, 90% are saved before the age of 18. Yeah. Uh, you have that, you have to be able to pour into them. You have a limited time to pour into them uh, before they, before they go off. And, and, uh, those that see youth ministry as I just have a problem when people see youth ministry as like, kind of like the daycare, uh, for youth. And, and then they're getting a serious church. Like it's, it's, it's all part. It's all has to be, uh, equal in the task. And so it's very much important because if we're not training up the youth and we're not pouring into them and, and giving them a place where they can, um, have uh, like-mindedness with, with peers their age, then, then, then we're missing out on on, on the opportunities uh, that the Lord has given. You know, I mean, you, you look at, at the way he just designed the apostles. You know, Paul, though as fully Jewish as he was, the Lord designed him to go to the Gentiles. Uh, he was the Gentile apostle, just like as Peter was to the Jews. And um, and so, you know, there's, there's the whole body aspect, but then the Lord also has, I believe, you know, certain segments that he knows, uh, can only be reached by, by certain people. And that's where youth ministry comes in because of the youth pastors need, need to be able to reach, um, you know, those segments. And I'm I'm grateful for people who don't see youth ministry as a stepping stone. That's my other Mm -hmm. big, my other big, uh, issue at times when, when, when people see youth ministry as a stepping stone to like senior pastoral ministry, as if like they're, they're going up in in, in something, Um, you know, you go to what you're called to, And if, if, if youth ministries is is just seen as a stepping stone, then don't go into youth ministry because you're not going to help the youth at all. They're going to just be your, you know, uh, for you, whereas you need to be there for them. So it's good. It's really good stuff. Yeah, that's real good. And also, uh,
1: youth ministry, college ministry, that, that Mm. was a, that was a big part of of your ministry starting out. Yeah. And so great. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong on this. You, you still have a lot of those relationships today.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I still keep in touch with the, the college students um, that that I was pastoring uh, there in Virginia, and I still do college ministry now. I'm heavily involved with the, the crew uh, ministry uh, at the Bloomsburg University campus. Um, you know, and even this summer, we were having uh, a, a college Bible study uh, at my house throughout the summer uh, just, just to meet. So uh, I think, I mean, and what I... What, I've, what I, you know, my experience early on after being saved uh, with, with my pastor taking me aside and, and pouring himself in me, I've always wanted to do that for the younger generation to be able to just, you know, pour into them and, uh, and be, you know, I don't see myself as, as anything important, but, uh, you know, I know obviously I know people sort of can see that position as that and so I want to use it uh, in that way. And, um, you know, even again with a, with a youth camp, um, you know, I made a point, I wanted to make it a point, like, I'm not just a speaker, I'm here to to minister mm-hmm. as well and, and trying to get those one-on-one conversations in those times, because uh, it's important.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yes. So, yes, Mike, I,
1: I would be willing to bet um, being the speaker at our camp a couple weeks ago, from one of my students, so I, I can say this. I'm pretty sure this is the only time you've ever had a conversation at any camp, any church event or anywhere that came with the idea of dealing with poop. Yep. That would be so true. We're just, just going to leave that there. So
0: Wait, I, I got to know what happened.
1: What happened? <laughs> uh, it's a long story and I'll tell you, I'll fill you in later. No, I mean, you can't but. just drop
0: something like that and just move on. Uh, what happened? Let's, let's just say that,
1: Mike every morning he would try to go sit with like a new a, a different table different some yeah. new students right so one particular morning he decided to sit with some of my students who I would say have questionable taste when it comes to conversations <laughs> and he jumped in the middle of a conversation of valve movement yes nice. yeah.
2: so that, check that off the bucket list cross <laughs> the line when you talk about number twos.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. And, but
2: That's
0: but of course ministry. it would come
1: from well, but of course it would come from my students. I mean, <laughs> anything else, it would have been like, you know, what else? Yeah. So but yeah. yeah, so um gosh, I had a question. I just lost it. I, 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 I should have been thinking serious instead of being goofy. Sorry about that. Um oh,
0: I've got, got a question. It. Now okay. it's it's kind of a question for both of you, okay. and, and I don't want to really put you on the spot. Uh, And I don't really like the wording of it because I saw it on Twitter this past weekend. It was a question somebody asked, and it was basically, five words or less, why are you still a Christian? And I don't really like that wording, Mm -hmm. but in five words or less, why are you guys a Christian? If you had to Mm -hmm. put it in five words or less. It's a tough, tough question, Um, but I've been thinking about it ever since I heard it. I was like, man if I had to put it in five words or less, what would it sound like? What I mean to put you guys on the spot for a second? What do you think? He has risen Mm. three words. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, because he has not returned.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. So one of the, one of the answers I saw in there is whom shall we go? Whom else shall mm -hmm. we go? And that's comes from, from Peter. I think it's in John six where he says, whom else shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And I'm like, that's good. good It's not good
2: though, because he couldn't keep it in five words. So that's true. Yeah. You know, that's why I didn't use that. You said five words. Yeah, it's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's good stuff.
2: So
1: Mike, if you had to sum all this up, uh, something like some of our listeners we have come to realize some are in ministry, mm. some are just your everyday podcasters. They just mm. love to listen to to podcasts. What, What's something, a way that you would encourage them if we were to sum all this up for just a moment?
2: Um, yeah, man, I would say, you know, keep your eyes focused on 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 what the prize is uh, you know I mean we in America praise the Lord have been spoiled um, yeah. you know we haven't had hmm. the, the the things other countries have um, and we're getting this really small taste of it uh, but you know it, it, heaven is what awaits we're not it's not a uh, a theological pipe dream that we have or, or just some kind of hope we have a, a sure and steady anchor for our soul that you know, mm-hmm. heaven is, is what awaits, and, and that's e- eternity. And so, you know, if, if it's hell on earth for next however many years you're alive, it's still worth it. Like it, it nothing nothing compares. And uh, and so it's just kind of keeping that as a as a day to day thing. Look, he is he's risen. He is real. He's you know a refuge in times, a very a very sure refuge in times of trouble. Psalm forty six one. You know, and and not not to give up. Um, even if it costs us jail, which, you know, who knows as, as pastors, it might mm-hmm. in 10 years, we just, we can't, we can't bank on it. won't, um, but just to keep, keep walking because one day, you know, we will stand before him and, and we're going to be thankful for all the time we spent and probably wish we had spent, you know, more time in some ways, uh, on areas, uh, with him. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think my, my theme verse has always, has been at least through the different struggles is. You know, Second Corinthians 4, uh, 16 through 18, that, you know, um, though uh, the, our light affliction, I mean, just kind of paraphrasing, the small part of the whole thing, but our light affliction is but for a moment, right? And so um, it's only going to be for a moment, uh, but what awaits is going to be for eternity. And that's, that's what, keeps, what keeps going, even in the dark and hard times, is that it's certainly worth it um, because there is nowhere else to go.
1: That's good. That's good. And I honestly would have never imagined living in the United States that we, as pastors, are now beginning to face a time that, hey, we we can be thrown in jail because of what we believe, because we preach Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, you see that so much more now than we did. Yeah. two, three, four years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's good. So thank you for that, man.
0: We've, so been, my, as a, we've been as a culture for so long, at least church culture has been event driven. Mm. It's, it's got to be mm. done like this. It's got to draw people in and all this. It shouldn't be, but it has been. And I think we are seeing a great falling away from maybe congregants in our own churches or congregants in other, other churches or just, lackadaisical Christians that are just, eh, this isn't for me. So yeah, it's good. We we are spoiled, but we're seeing the ones that are sticking around for the right reasons.
2: Yeah. And we've never been promised safety. I, I mean, the, the scripture never right. says as Christians, we're going to have a safe walk. Like, that's right. Um, and the idea that we have to, you know, be safe. That's not saying I call it stupidity, but, but the idea that safety always comes first. Like You don't, you don't find that uh, in Scripture. Obedience to the Lord is what comes first. Uh, after that, hmm. let the ships fall where they may. Hmm.
1: That's good. That's good. So, Kyle, do you have any other questions real quick? We'll, uh,
0: yeah, let's, let's uh, take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back. Let's, let's turn up the heat a little bit, uh, and uh, <laughs> we're going to ask you some, some rapid-fire questions. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back.
3: This episode is brought to you by Share the Magic Travel. Let us do the work while you enjoy the magic. Whether it's your first or 50th Disney vacation, Share the Magic Travel is here to help you with planning your next magical vacation. We understand that trying to plan a Disney vacation can be stressful. Where to go, what to do, how to save money, when to make a reservation. It is information overload. This is where Share the Magic Travel can help. We offer free quotes for all Disney destinations, theme parks, cruise ships, and adventures by Disney. Contact us today and begin creating your next Disney vacation package. Several ways to find us on Facebook at ShareTheMagicRobKaler, on Instagram at GetYourEarsVacay, or email us at Rob at ShareTheMagicTravel.com. Let's start the magic today.
1: Welcome back, uh, second half of the show. Uh, This is always the the lighthearted fun of the show. So, uh, Mike, again, man, we appreciate you just jumping on here and joining us today and just sharing just your heart, uh, just nuggets of information with us, just about how God is working and moving in your life. And so right now, uh, typically Kyle and I do a a draft style type thing. Uh, It could be over the... Craziest things that could be whatever it is. So Kyle has some rapid fire questions. Yeah, that, that so he was our that. first
0: official guest. You are our first <laughs> official guest on this podcast. Like yes. we've talked about what we would do if we did bring on a guest <laughs> and that kind of thing. So I've got some questions. I don't. I, you can take a couple seconds to answer. You can just say it right away, and I'll go to the next one. Uh, just so people know who you are. What's your favorite holiday?
2: Ooh, Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, oh, mine too. What's yours, Rob? I don't think I know this. Thanksgiving. Okay. And favorite uh, actually, hobby? actually Easter and Thanksgiving. Okay. So yeah. Favorite okay. hobby.
2: Ooh, hard to narrow down, but sports. Anything sports related.
0: Lately, yeah. it's been running. Yeah. So. Okay. Since we are caffeinated, living you've already said this, but iced coffee mm-hmm. or hot coffee?
2: Depends on the season. Go forever. Ooh, forever. Man, oh, I I'd, I'd, I'd have to take out – I'd cut out the iced coffee because <sighs> there's just so many more
0: choices with hot coffee that you can do. That's true. Same here. True. Same here. That's true. Uh, I, I'm an iced coffee person, but I would agree with that. Um, I have a refrigerator. Be- there you go. Beach or the mountains? <laughs> oh, gosh. One gosh. has to go Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> and
2: um I get rid of the but what? I was gonna say you are from the beach. I know. I am from the beach. I grew up Virginia Beach. So but I would I would get rid of the beach because I love I love the mountains. I mean I love yeah. the ocean. I love sitting on the ocean, but you know, I can do without the sand and the heat and the, the craziness. Mountains
0: are endless at times. So okay. mountains. I can respect that. What would you say, Rob? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I know that answer. He (laughs) said that answer on the podcast board, but I think it's changing. As much as you... Oh, he loves the ocean. Yeah, he He loves the ocean. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: I do. Not as much as I love being in the mountains.
0: (laughs) All right. Tough question. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
2: (laughs) Ooh, uh, if I wanted to Trump, can I answer politically? Cause if politically I can answer without answering. That would be great. No, it's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. That's why it's put it as there. But if the definition of a sandwich is anything that's between two slices of bread, then if your hot dog is made the old fashioned way when you were poor and, and white bread was your uh, <laughs> bun of choice then yes, it could be a sandwich.
0: Okay. Is water <laughs> wet? <laughs> it's a water wet. Water wet.
2: Uh, I'm going to say sure.
0: <laughs> or is anything that goes in water, does, it make, does that make it wet? Oh, I see. Yeah.
2: Water makes things wet. Water in and of itself, I guess, cannot be wet, but Ooh. it cannot be dry either.
0: Oh, okay.
2: All right. So, Mike, I'll go back to the hot dog thing in a minute.
1: <laughs> so, if it's, it's not a sandwich, I, I would say it's not a sandwich. But is a hot dog bun just a hot dog bun? is it a funny?
2: Oh, yeah, because you can order a funny.
1: So It is a
0: funny. <laughs>
2: okay, so if, if you're
1: listening and you ever go to Lynchburg, Virginia, people, there, there's a hole-in-the-wall restaurant called the Texas Inn. And it's
2: it's famous. famous.
1: It's famous. Uh, it seats 15 people at a time, which i don't know. They could have expanded by now. It's been a few years since I've been there, but I probably haven't. Probably hasn't. Uh, But you could go in, and if you ordered a bowl and a funny, they would sit down a bowl of chili and a hot dog bun. (laughs) And it's called funny
0: because Sloppy Joe.
2: No, no, no. It's just, yeah, you do it because that's how we initiated freshmen. Like, we'd have them order funny because it was 50 cents, and they'd do it. (laughs) And then we'd laugh because it was funny because all they got was the hot dog bun. So, (laughs) and every time the the lady at the counter would be like, nah, you don't want that. Like, yes, they do. Nah. So, so you're from Pennsylvania. What part are you from? Uh, well, right now I live in uh, the Berwick Bloomsburg area. So Northeast, about an hour South of Wilkes-Barre, um, Northeast Pennsylvania. Okay.
0: All right. Back to a tough question. Mm-hmm. Which Disney princess would be left standing in a battle royale between other princesses?
2: Ooh. Well, if uh, princess Leia counts as a, as a princess, Ooh. um, then she would definitely be up there and you'd have to say Mulan because I don't know if they count Ooh. her as a princess or not, but yeah. she fought. Yeah. So I would, I would say those would be the two finalists and it would just depend on whether it's uh hand to hand or if you have weapons.
0: Good answers. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> I am impressed. Okay. I want Rob to answer this too. What's the last movie, Mike, you watched last movie you watched. Oh, oh
1: like, are we, now are we talking about last movie we, we just watched, or last movie in the theater we watched? No, 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 that's, no. Been, that, just, that's been months ago. Yeah, just movie yeah. you've
0: watched
1: uh, Infinity War. Okay. Man,
2: I don't know what, what I'm trying to think. What the last movie I, I did watch was? Um,
1: so we're, we're 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 still in that phase where, uh, ever since COVID nineteen hit, uh, Gracie has wanted to watch all the Marvel movies mm. in, in in order. So we're we're finally up to Infinity War. So we just
2: watched that one the other night. So that that was the last one.
0: Yeah, that's.
2: I'm sure, pretty sure it's probably a Marvel movie. Um, No, I mean we've been watching mostly a lot of TV shows uh, lately. So, cool. um, That's why it's hard to figure out what we watched last as a movie. But
0: we watched. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, Hamilton. You guys ever watched Hamilton?
2: (sighs) I'm gonna have a unpopular opinion. I can only get 20 minutes into it. Okay, that's.
0: I was the same way, but then I turned on subtitles, okay? And then I watched it again, and it is amazing. We sing the songs. My, my kids sing the song. Maybe shouldn't, but, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a good date night movie, but with subtitles. Okay, here we go. We got to keep moving. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Good answer. Uh, be- baseball or football? One has to be- go forever. Oh, f- baseball. I mean, keep, football, keep baseball
2: get rid of football, which is interesting because you have to understand, I grew up diehard football fan. Even when I went into college, that was my main love. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, we didn't have a, a team in DC at the time, but after, you know, when the nationals moved to DC and, and could start going to games and, um, you know, and, and used to start playing fantasy sports and just, you know, you just fall in love with the game itself. So I was always a baseball fan, but it, it was always my second love. And now it's definitely first love, um, and it probably helps that the Redskins haven't been, I guess I can't say Redskins anymore. Yeah. The Washington football team <laughs> has been relevant since the nineties. So that sort of helps
0: too. I have an unpopular opinion on that name. I actually like it. It's, it's very soccery. I like that. The Washington football <laughs> club or Washington. I like it. All right. You were Rob's roommate in college, correct? Correct. Describe him as a roommate in three words. Ooh, um,
2: trustworthy, mm. um, man, honest, um, man, uh, conversationalist.
0: Yeah, that's that's good, that's good. Still holds up. All <laughs> right, last question I've got: Which actor would play you in a movie about your life? Who,
2: man, um. It's funny, I've heard people say that I, <laughs> I've heard people say I sound like um who's the guy? Was it Norm McDonald on, on Saturday Night Live? People used to say, You sound like <laughs> Norm McDonald. Like, what? I don't think he played my life because he doesn't look anything like me. But um man, I don't I don't know. That's a great question. Um, you know, I'd love to see Denzel, even though I don't look there nothing like him, but you can't Just you can't go Denzel. wrong with Denzel. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. All right, that's all I've got, Rob. You got anything?
1: <laughs> no, nah, I, I I would say I don't know if this is uh, if, if, if this is, if this is something we should put on here, but I would want Adam Sandler to play my character.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so that nah, means be, Rob Schneider has to be in there somewhere.
2: Yeah, I guess that would be me then. <laughs> Rob Schneider, if it was if he was Adam Sandler, then if we were roommates, it definitely would be Rob Schneider. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mike, you got anything Uh, else you want to share?
2: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we talked about it before we went on air, but uh, uh, for those of you who are coffee drinkers, please, for the love of all things good and decent, don't order Frappuccinos. We as baristas don't really enjoy making them. Like, we order a latte, it makes us feel like, you know, uh, that we're true baristas. So, that's my advice. And uh, and, and baristas are listening to this show, you know, email your comments in. The host, let him know. We're so <laughs> not as one. Baristas are Same, people barista, order a latte. There you <laughs> go. There you go. So,
1: well, cool, Mike. Thanks, thanks again, man, for coming and being a part of our episode today. We really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. So I'm, I'm glad Very. that you finally got to meet Kyle. And actually, you've really known Kyle for about three years. You just didn't really know that. Uh, he's in our fantasy league. Oh, okay. Oh okay. Got it. Uh, th- this year, uh, he's the Indianapolis Clowns.
0: <laughs> and so, ironic, Kyle, I hate clowns.
1: So, Kyle Mike is go one and zero every day. So <laughs> okay. It, it, if you go and you look, if you look at the league, the league with the team names. So, I mean, in theory, y'all kind of known each other for the last <laughs> yeah. few years anyway. You, this first official meeting. So there you go. There you there go. Out. All right. <laughs> so, see. So Jesus and sports. It brings everybody together and coffee and food and and food and food. So cool. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Appreciate it again, man. And we'll be in touch soon. But yeah, appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Thanks for letting me come on. Until next time, guys. Keep it caffeinated, friends.